Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Wednesday with the Word. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice. Thank you for joining me on this evening. You know, whether it is Saturday with the Traveling Pulpit or Wednesday with the Word, this day is the day that the Lord has made, and we should all be glad and rejoice in it. I know I am, and I hope that you are also. You know, as we approach the coming day of the Lord, We do not know when that day is. We do not know the exact moment it will happen. But we have on record the promises that the Lord has given us. You know, in John 14, he begins by letting us know that he is the way, the truth, and the life. He told his disciples that We should not have our hearts troubled. And I said, we, even though thousands of years ago, he told this to his disciples, but you have to understand if you are a believer in Christ, he is talking to you now. The 11 plus Matthias, which makes up the 12, the original 11 are gone. Matthias is gone. Paul is gone. So who are the disciples now? We are. We have picked up that cross and we are now following him as he instructed us to do. We who have gone out into the world, uh, baptizing disciples in the name of the Father and Son and the Holy Spirit, we are now the disciples. We are the followers. We are the believers. We are the Christians. And we know this to be true because he has told us to let not our hearts be troubled. He said, if you believe in God, believe in him also. In his father's house, there are many, many rooms. Some scripture translations will say mansions, but the English standard version says many rooms. He goes on to say, if it were not so, would I have not told you? But I go to prepare a place that where I am, you may be also. He lets us know that he is the way and the truth and the life. You know, it's so easy to get caught up on those words when you're trying to convince someone to become something because you don't care about their life or their soul or they or their eternal where they'll be, where they'll spend eternity their eternal salvation but these words come from the mouth of God himself through my voice there are many like us there are many men who are followers, believers, disciples, Christians who are just attached to this word. And this word is attached to us. This is a trustworthy saying, and these are trustworthy words. You can take these words to the the bank and they will not bounce. Not one of these words. But there are those who are wolves in sheep's clothing, 
who used these words to separate you from the one true God, to separate you from the one true King. You know, over in Acts, Acts 1, 7 through 11, Jesus is about to be lifted up. Now, he has already given us the way. He's already told us the truth and he wants to give us the life, but we must accept it and we must believe and we must become followers. We must become believers. We must become Christians. We must become disciples. Then we will know the way. Then the truth will be revealed and then we will receive the everlasting life that he came to this earth to announce to those who believe in him. That will be our reward. But Jesus is about to be lifted up. He is about to be taken back to where he came from, which is heaven. And just as he is leaving the disciples, the 11 want to know when will it be time for the kingdom to come? And Jesus reminds them once again that it is not of his time that we that that they then should know anything that we should know anything now, because all authority has been given to him by his father and his father has all authority in heaven. Now, his father, our father knew and knows the day and the hour and the exact moment of his return. But Jesus, when he was in the flesh, did not know. But when he returned to the father, he knows everything the father knows. Why? Because he's sitting at the right hand of the father, making supplication for you and I. Simply because we belong to him. He died for us. He paid for us with his blood and we belong to him. And when you become a believer, when you become a Christian, when you become a follower, when you become a disciple, you have been paid for by the blood of our Savior, Jesus Christ. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You have been bought at a high price. So as Jesus is being lifted up, a cloud takes him up and covers him and he's gone. And as the 11 are standing there with others, because you have to remember, this was a public, this was a public event. It was a public display of faith and he is being lifted up out of their sight. And as they're being lifted up out of their sight, two men in white robes stood by and they asked them, men of Galilee, why do you stand here looking into heaven? This Jesus, whom you have taken up, who was taken up into heaven, will come the same way you saw him go into heaven. The same way they saw him go that they have recorded for us in the scriptures is the same way he will come again, just as it is written. And before I go a little further, I want to, share something with you. And I've shared it on social media 
and and I've shared it around with 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 different people. But now I want to share it with you Wednesday with the word family. I had a dream almost three weeks ago. And it was a powerful dream because I do not dream prophetically, but I had this dream and that's all I will call it is a dream. The Lord revealed to me in this dream that my wife and I was at a a dinner party. And as the ladies were inside all congregating amongst themselves, I was outside with the men, but I was alone. I was standing by myself and the men uh, were gathered to themselves and they were congregating and and I was standing on a rooftop, like a rooftop deck with um, with stone and marble fixtures on the rooftop deck. And I was on the edge of the rooftop and I was running my hands up and down the marble, feeling how good and smooth the 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 stonework was. And while I was standing there, I heard this loud boom, like a like a loud thunderous boom. And I asked the guys, I said, did you hear that? Did you hear that noise? And the guys, they said, no, no, we didn't hear anything. We didn't hear a thing, not not a thing. And they went back to drinking their drinks and talking amongst each other. And I heard footsteps, footsteps as if someone was coming down steps. And you know how you'll be in the house and your your child or 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 someone is upstairs and they come coming down they come walking down the steps or running down the steps depending on what they want. And I looked up and I saw a door. It was a door. It was just beyond the clouds, but it was a door, just a regular door. And when I looked up, or as I was looking up, the door opened and I screamed, "Look!" And I pointed to the door in the sky and the men turned and looked up at the sky and they saw the door also. And they immediately dropped their drinks, dropped their cigars from their hands. They grabbed their heads and they screamed with the thunderous scream. Save us, Jesus. It was as if they were scared but also bold enough to cry out the name of Jesus. And they fell to the ground. And as they fell to the ground, they fell flat on their backs and they began to roll around on the ground, holding their heads as if something was, was like, like, like a, 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 a wave or something, a, a, like a microwave or something was in their head and it was causing them great pain. And they was, they kept screaming, save us, Jesus, save us, Jesus. And two men came through the door. One man was in a white robe with a full head of hair and a beard. And the other man was bald headed with a full beard, but he had on like a two piece uh, scrub set. It was tan. And they stood there and I watched them as they were standing there. And I looked back at the men and they were all continually to roll around on the ground screaming, save us, Jesus, save us, Jesus, while holding their heads. And I could feel nothing but pity for those men, because when I looked up at the man, the man in white held out his hand and he said, all things are now ready. You can come on in now. 
And as I look back at the men rolling around in agony, screaming, save us, Jesus, save us, Jesus. I looked up at the man in white and the man beside him in the tan uh, jumpsuit. And I walked in. And when I walked in, I woke up. My eyes woke up. My eyes opened and I woke up and and I just thought, wow, I don't dream prophetically. But that is something that I wanted to share with you Wednesday with the word family, because I believe the Lord is about to meet us in the air. I believe he's about to meet us in the air. And I want to know Wednesday with the word family. Are you ready? Are you ready for this Wednesday with the word family? If not, ask the Lord right now, before you close your eyes this very night, ask the Lord to take your heart of stone and turn it back into a heart of flesh. Renew that relationship with the Lord, your Savior, Jesus Christ, if you have gotten away from it. Ask the Lord to forgive you of your sin as I do daily and repent of those sins as I do daily. Ask the Lord to wipe your slate clean as I do daily. Not doing as I do, but what is required of us to do. This is our rightful, rightful thing to do. Is to chase after him right now, just like the woman with the issue of blood chased after him. Let us chase after him. He is waiting. And the door is about to appear. And he is going to open it. And when he does, we're going to meet him in the sky. Ready or not, here he comes. But I hope that you are ready. Wednesday with the Word family, I hope that you are ready for this. Because it will be a beautiful time for those who make it. But it will not be such a beautiful time for those who are left behind. Because there will be some left behind and that will not be a good time for those who are here. It will not be. And I promise you, not by promising you through threats, but I'm promising you through the truth. This world is ready to bust with all sorts of evil. It is ready to cut loose with every unrighteousness known to mankind. And that great war that they have been predicting through uh, flesh among flesh, it is not about flesh. It is about spirit. That spirit is about to take over this world because the hands of the Holy Spirit, the hands of God, the hands of the creator are about to come off of this world. And this is the purpose for him meeting us in the air. And I want you to be with me. I want you to be with us. I want the me to be in us and I want in us to be all of us. This is why it is so important to ask the Lord to turn that heart of stone back into a heart of flesh, a heart of flesh for him and to serve him and him only. First Thessalonians four reminds us that the coming of the Lord, that we should all be informed about this great day that is coming. Paul writes to us and lets us know that what I just said about him meeting us in the air, that is what Paul is writing about. Paul is writing about the trumpet 
being sounded. The voice of God going out, letting us know that the time is now. It is time to meet him in the air and he is going to meet us where where we are. And he's going to take us and lift us up. He's going to take us out of these hearts or bodies of sin. And he's going to give us a body of incorruptible, eternal, um, life-filling. You know, I mean, I wish I could describe it in a way that's understandable. But I'm, I'm just so rushed with my words right now because I'm so excited and I'm trying to calm myself down because I just want one, one person to hear this and one person to share this because it is so important that someone hears this, that they may have that opportunity to turn that heart of stone back to a heart of flesh, but it does not end there. We still have a little work to do. And we still have some perseverance to endure and to overcome, which is why the last one that I'm going to talk about this evening is, again, going back to John, 1 John. 1 John 4 lets us know that 1 through 6, he's talking about testing the spirit by the spirit. He is letting us know that We cannot believe every spirit that is out there because every spirit that is out there is not a spirit from God. It has not been given to us. It has not received the approval of heaven, which is why it is so important for us to test every word, even my words. And if you find that my words are outside of the of the purpose of of what God is allowing me to do, then let me be a heretic. But if these words fall in line with what the word of God is saying. Then how blessed are you to receive these words, to apply these words and to live these words? Because glory is for you and glory will have come for you. So even me, I am not above reproach Wednesday with the word family. I have to ask for forgiveness of my sin every day. I have to ask the Lord to take this heart of stone and turn it to a heart of flesh so that it can be used as as a tool by which all men might be saved. Not by me, but by the one who has changed me. The one who has taken my heart of stone and turned it back to a heart of flesh. So that when you hear these words, that you would test my spirit by the spirit of God. He wants us to be aware that false prophets are in the world. False prophets and they are doing their work for their God. That is the God of this world. So we must be diligent in who we serve, in whom we serve, and who we say we belong to, and in whom we say we belong to. We must be diligent. We must be clear and we must be sure that we serve the Lord our God 
who has given us his son, Jesus Christ, who has left for us the Holy Spirit that on the day of his return will present us blameless and spotless before his father. Wednesday with the word family, I want to thank you for the opportunity to come to share this message with you once again. It is a pleasure. You know, I sit and I, I, I think about how I want these messages to go and they come out so much better in my thoughts than they do out of my mouth. You know, in my head, I'm so clear and, and I just know that everything falls into place. Boom, 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 boom. But when I get on the podcast, I'm so excited. I'm just so alive with the spirit and I seem to just muffle everything. But you know, that is when the Holy Spirit takes everything that I muffled and he presents it to you in a way that is understandable to you and your needs. And I'm so thankful for the gift of the Holy Spirit because he does the things that we can't do. He reaches the places we can't reach. He turns those that we can't turn. Which is why we can never take the credit from his hand. All things come from the goodness of our Lord. And all things belong to the hand of our Lord, even us. Because we have been bought at a price. And we've been bought at a high price. So if just one would hear this message and apply it to their lives. And if just one would hear this message and apply it to their lives and live out the words in this message and share with others, we will not be alone when that door opens. And our father is, is, is standing waiting for us to come home. We will be together on that day. In order to get to that day, which we don't know when, what hour, we're in the season of his return, yes, but Romans 10, 9 tells you, tells me, tells us how we can be ready. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Wednesday with the word family. That is it for me. There are some things that are going on with the traveling pulpit with Wednesday with the word. We have come into a new partnership that is um, uh, finalizing. I will let you know about that in the messages to come who we have partnered with. And I will be upgrading the website to reflect the new partnership that we have uh, joined with and to to become more uh presenting the word to others that's that's what that's what we're looking to do we want to reach a more even more the podcast yes it goes throughout the world but we want to reach even more in the world and i thank those who who listen to the podcast i thank you for your support i thank you for your prayers but we're going to reach a whole lot more we're going to reach a whole lot more. So pray for our brothers and sisters in Australia. Pray for our brothers and sisters 
around the world. Pray for our brothers and sisters who are in uh, New York, our brothers and sisters in, in California, our brothers and sisters in Brazil, our brothers and sisters in Australia, in, in China, and no matter where in the world, in France, pray for our brothers and sisters. Because the true measure of our existence, of our belief, is not how much we have, but how much suffering we can endure for him. It is time for, time for us to pick up our cross and follow him. And when we do that, we will not be alone because he will be there with us, helping us carry that cross. For Wednesday with the word, I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice saying I look forward to uh, being uh, speaking again with you on Saturday. If it is the Lord's will, you can find me on the social medias, Facebook, Instagram and TikTok at TPM 0116. You can also reach out to traveling pulpit ministries dot com or travelingpulpit at gmail.com. I am Vernon Sheridan, once again, the man with the unscripted voice, saying I love you. I do not waste words. I mean it, and I look forward to speaking with you once again on the Traveling Pulpit. Bye for now.